all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. This new process is really lacking in due process. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, Senor. Deep within the dirty, stinking bowels of the Armstrong and Getty information compound. This is the Armstrong and Getty show. For this, the... uh, 31st of October, the year of our Lord, 2019. It is Halloween and a most festive Halloween to all the Satanists listening. No one else will pay attention to this unholy holiday. This morning, we're under the tutelage of Honorary General Manager, your Washington District of Columbia swamp creature, Senators. Oh, they're the National National. I still call them the Senators. What happens next? I don't know. Jack will be in the second, or two, or three. Or four or five. I'll let him explain what's yeah. going on with that. Um, it's unfortunate. It's ill-timed. As I was uh, celebrating the the great and all-too-rare American tradition of the Game 7 of the World Series. Yes. <laughs> of the great game of baseball, which I have loved since I was a wee lad, and and I may have celebrated it somewhat excessively. Oh my! Or or, or it depends how you look at it. Maybe I celebrated it precisely correctly. I see. Excess is occasionally appropriate. Game seven. Come on, folks. Do you love America? You- I do. And and you're not uh, worse. Or you may be a little worse for it, but you're still you're here. You, you right. got you got a bright bright smile on your face. Right. When's my next surgery, Michael? That's right. I'm not a surgeon. I make jokes about the news. No, <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, you had a good time with some friends. That, that sounds wonderful. Right, right. Yes. yes, we did. Sharing and bonding. How, yes. How dare you cut out time for eye contact with those who mean something to you? Right. You know what? Thank you for that yeah. badly needed lecture. I almost wish I'd stayed up later. No, I don't. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, in keeping with our tradition of including everybody on the squad here in the proceedings. Let's uh, introduce everyone. There is Michelangelo. He's pressing the buttons. He's uh, pulling the toggles. Uh, working the foot treadles, which is really amazing to see. Michael Treadle. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Happy Halloween, everybody. And oh, I yeah. am ready for tonight. I'm going to get some cheap candy that I can hand out to the kids and stuff like that. But I'm waiting for that particular kid that left that flaming bag. On my porch last year, <laughs> and I ruined some good shoes last year. So uh, yeah. some, I'm ready for that kid. If I bear see spray him, ready for him. He's yep. a year older now. Be careful. Trick straight in the eyes. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. I love your costume, by the way. It's really great. Uh, we'll let you tell us about that a little later. Nobody's getting mine. I, 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 can you figure out what this is? I mean, I, I got the I got the chair. I'm wearing a suit. I just like I, I got a meeting the, later. The money bag. Oh. I got the machete to cut. Nobody? No. I'm no. Jerome Powell. I'm the chair of the Federal Reserve. Oh, oh I should have seen that. Cutting the rates. Get the rates, yeah. yeah. Makes total sense. Rates, yeah. Dang it, I thought it was clever, but oh. nobody That's why you have the it. charts with the GDP trends. Right. right. Yeah. 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 It makes sense now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, 
It was a good try. Positive Sean is uh, producing the show. A smile lights up the room. Hey, Sean. Doing very well as one season winds down with the Major League Baseball declaring their world champions. Uh, the NBA season Come and is, beat us, Japan. is just getting underway. Uh, interesting stats where the, the league is similar to baseball in their home run rate last year was just out of this world. This year, the rate of players fouling out of the NBA is quite high. Oh, really? There have been 21 foul outs already in the season. If that rate continues, uh, they will close the season with 60% more foul outs than the previous season, which saw a 40% increase from the season before. Wow. Yeah, so it's getting crazy. And uh, and there was also a bit of a good old-fashioned basketball on the court scuffle brouhaha last night. Oh, good. Two seven-footers going at it. Now, it was more gro- Greco-Roman grappling than a uh, than a striking match. Right. But seeing one seven-footer get an underhook on the under seven-footer and taking them down was pretty interesting. I watched a video the other day. I can't remember who posted it. I suppose it doesn't matter, but... It, uh, the theme was modern basketball players are, well, it, it used an unfortunate term that refers to cats, but um, are, are, are less than manly, ah, uh-huh. with its evidence being basketball in the 80s and 90s. And oh, it was a yeah. bunch of highlights from the Bulls-Pistons rivalry of that period. And they beat the hell out of each other. Yes. I mean, so is the NBA going the way of the NFL, hoping to have just a tremendous amount of scoring because the fans like that, and baseball with its... um. Uh, with its super-juiced ball and the rest of it? Yes. The, a lot of sports seem to be courting the casual fan by way of litigating the rules or the games into more scoring or being more offensively friendly. Wow. So they're, they're fouling guys out. Interesting. Okay. Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman, is uh, with us. Good morning, Marshall. How and, are you? And a good morning to you. I am costumed, you will notice, as a happy man after publicly <laughs> turning my back on the Washington Nationals in yes. the World Series. Yes. I stopped being a cooler and Bam! Three, two. Here it is! The Washington Nationals are world champions for the first time in franchise history. They win, and I win, and I'm bringing home the bacon for one oh, and yes. all. Yes! Excellent, because I actually forgot to bring my breakfast yeah. today, so this is fortuitous oh, timing. Good yeah. pork. You recall I invested in the Nats winning the World Series, but after publicly supporting them, they go out and lose three in a row. So I realized I needed to publicly drop them. I did. With your weird magical powers or something? And they win two more in a row and the series, and that's not all. I started watching the game last night. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the Astros jump out in front, at which point I go, "Uh uh-oh, my powers are still working. So (laughs) I turned off the game, I just went to bed, and I wake up to all these texts congratulating me on the Nationals' win. When does this sort of thing cross the line into mental illness? That's the question before us right now. I'm surprised you can go on day to day with such with such powers at your fingertips. Uh, lesser men would have certainly used it for evil. At this I point. have to throttle them down on a number of occasions, <laughs> channel them carefully at all times. All right, all right, okay. Let's uh, get underway now. We have a lot of stuff to talk about in the news and, and around the world. Uh, so let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. At Mark. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. Michael, do you have a, a variety of Halloween songs for us today? I do. I have a list here that I've constructed. Well, throw them away. I'm an adult, and I'm not a Satanist. It's time for serious consideration of the day's events, not childlike frivolity. All right? What's his name? The bald guy isn't here. It's Joe time. 
I'm in charge. <laughs> the right? bald guy. There's no, no time for this stupidity. Actually, I heard a song by Andrew Gold this morning for the first time. It must be Halloween or this is some some Halloween song. It's actually pretty funny. I, I just think people thought back in the day when you'd sell records, you know, most of the great Christmas songs are they're taken, they're traditional. Once in a while, one burbles up a little bit. A Harry Connick or an Amy Grant yeah. will will get some airplay, but nobody's going to grab that White Christmas slot. And uh, and and God, your God bless America, and your patriotic songs got the Fourth of July covered. So, you know, people are vying to have that super iconic played for a hundred years Halloween yeah. song, but. Uh, uh, it might actually be uh, Werewolves of London, the Warren Zevon classic. Or, That's probably the most, the most played. Or the Monster Mag. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'd say Bobby point. Pickett yeah. wants a word with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's probably the granddaddy, yeah. isn't so, it? So no Halloween music. If you did this to me on Columbus Day, you wouldn't let me play sailing songs. I remember well, that. Well, <laughs> right, and for the same reason, Michael. What did Chuck Todd tell us? What did he tell us? The national nightmare is upon us. That's right. This is no time for your stupidity. <laughs> so uh, serious, serious radio journalism coming up in a moment or two. Marshall, what headlines can we look forward to today? California wildfire fights continue. Power slowly returns and frustration grows. The House facing off in an impeachment inquiry vote today. And Twitter muzzles political ads. It's all to come. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty Show. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Walking through the streets of Soho. And finally, the FDA says that they want bigger calorie labels on snacks sold in vending machines so people can make healthier eating choices. Yes. Although I think the healthiest diet choice you make is not eating food from a vending machine. <laughs> Is that a joke? It's a terrible joke. What were the jokes they rejected if that was the joke that, that made the air? Wow, that, that brought me down. Good humor. Not the ice cream company, but, you know, a joke that works. It, it elevates you. It makes you happy to be alive. Bad humor. Maybe it's just because I'm in the business, but it makes me less, less alive. I'm, I think that joke took five minutes off my life. So, family, loved ones, when they tell you to rush to my bedside, really rush, because Jimmy Fallon just stole five minutes from my life. Mailbag. Your freedom-loving quote of the day today is from the great Frederick Douglass. And, uh, and Jeff sent this long. I appreciate it. After our screed about free speech and the utter horror of that opinion piece in the Washington Post recently, arguing that we need to abandon the First Amendment and outlaw hate speech. Frederick Douglass said to support free speech. I'm sorry. <clears throat> perhaps I'll read the words correctly. To suppress free speech is a double wrong. It violates the rights of the hearer as well as those of the speaker. But those are those of us who are so wise and benevolent that they would choose for us which speech we get to hear because some is nasty and, and we should not hear it. But don't worry, 
They'll exercise that power carefully and only for our own goods. And I say power, not accidentally, because it would be those in power who could pass the laws as to who could say what and who could not say what. And the whole point of the First Amendment is to challenge power. Moving along. Here's a tip from Kay. Uh, You should check out an Instagram feed. And I'll hand this over to you, Hanson, so we can post it at armstrongandgetty.com. The Instagram page, Needy San Francisco. It's a person who records bums and junkies in the Bay Area of California, including them pooping, smoking meth, and injecting in public. Why, that does sound entertaining. Perhaps you could watch with your kids. It'd be a good way for your audience to get an actual look at how horrifying the situation is. One of the videos is a guy smoking a meth pipe in public on a BART train. Uh, Thanks for the entertainment. Never miss an episode. Thanks, Kay. Appreciate it. You know, listen, we occasionally have somebody, whether a San Francisco resident or somebody went in on some touristy trip and says, hey, it's not as bad as you guys described it. It really wasn't too bad at all. It Obviously, it's like any city in America. It depends where you are and when you are there. Um, but trust me when I say this, there are crazy people and junkies and bums and... You know, folks who are merely broke and for some reason stay in the most expensive city in America, mostly because of all the services. Um, but it's it's pretty bad. It is a crisis, even if you happen to, you know, just be on the right streets at the right times and don't see it. Susie in Bend, Oregon, one of my favorite places on Earth, um, for some reason has sent us some Halloween jokes. Susie, I don't recall asking for Halloween jokes. I've given no indication that I would enjoy Halloween jokes. And indeed, I've made it clear that this so-called holiday is the intersection of childish stupidity and and blatant Satanism. I will read some of these jokes merely to illustrate how improper they are. How do you fix a broken pumpkin with a pumpkin patch? Michael, do we have the... uh... I'm not laughing, damn it, I'm not laughing! No, give give me the sitcom laugh track. (laughs) Who won the skeleton beauty contest? Nobody. Oh, because they're just bones. The nature of skeletons. Yes, Yes. Yes. exactly, yes. Yes. How much should you charge to pierce a pirate's ears? A buccaneer. Is is, is, uh, uh, thievery on the sea somehow connected to... Halloween? Is it costume? Common costume? I believe that is the, the angle there. I yeah. don't approve of that yeah. either. And um, this is for my kids, because they are all now in their 20s. How come Frankenstein and his wife never had any children? Because he had a Halloweeny. Oh. A Halloween. That's, that's not good. Probably had something to do with the fact that he's a reanimated corpse, but... <laughs> I have a feeling his sperm production shut down during the time that he was indeed dead. There's nothing wrong with having a shorter mailbag, Joe. <laughs> Michael. Um, <laughs> apparently, the good doctor was not able to reanimate his testicles. That was the problem. There had nothing to do with the structure of his phallus. Moving along to other things. Oh, you can email us if you like. Mailbag at armstrongyegetty.com. 
mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And it need not be just stupidity, opinion, something we ought to be talking about. We appreciate it. Uh, here's another inexplicable one. It's Brenda uh, who writes, I just had a chicken grilliana, syrupy pancakes top and bottom, breaded chicken inside. Then I had to put on ketchup. My God. That's apparently a review of the McDonald's chicken griller or grilliana. Huh. Why did what? Who asked what? We got grade school jokes and amateur food reviews coming in the mailbag. Yeah. Get wow. a blog, people. Wow. Get a blog. That has actually, I've got the sleep deprivation hunger going, so that sounds fantastic. Get me one immediately. Uh, regular four uh, podcast today fag, writes Joe. Um, regarding the statewide rage of the people in Cal Unicornia, and pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom, the governor of that state, says previously cozy relationship with the Public Utilities Commission and PG&E, the world's largest corrupt utility. It took a lot less to send Gray Davis packing, just saying. That's right. There is a recall effort going on to recall the uh, the pretty, pretty governor of California, and I, I suggest you support it with every fiber of you. How do you recall a governor? You just take it back to the dealership and they, they handle it for you? Exactly, yeah, and you don't have to pay for the fix. <laughs> Unfortunately, the fix would be another freaking governor. Not a lying liar with the same com- the same party that got the, the poor people of Cal Unicornia into the trouble they're in right now. Uh, at any rate, Marshall has his news. Let's get back to reality and the foolishness on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome. Glad you're here. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, uh, we had a very busy day yesterday, work-wise, uh, actually, and then I stayed up way too late watching baseball with friends. But um, I have not seen the Baghdadi raid videos yet. Are they? Oh, man. I, I assume there's no bloodshed or shooting guys or anything like that, is there? Uh, uh, well, there's one where uh, what appears to be a group of about four or five um, in our proclaimed to be uh, returning or uh, shooting at the aircraft oh, above. Yeah. And where the those four or five were standing is really yeah. quickly just a dust divot. Right. Oh, that's a shame. Right. Yeah. Hey, oh, Baghdaggy. Baghdaggy. Oh, 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 I got a crosshairs on a group of guys in black right now. Yep, yep that's the one. tells me, oh, this is going to end badly. And then similar things. Down goes ISIS. Bye-bye. The, the, the structure of the compound, they show yes. the before and afters right. of that that you see you see the you see it turn into a divot. Oh it's, wow! You know me in real estate. That's a pretty nice compound. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh oh yeah. oh! It's not anymore. No no. Oh, that value has dropped. That's a motivated seller. Make an offer. As the uh, as the general who was displaying the video said, uh, what it looks like now is a parking lot with some holes in it. Yeah. yeah, and and it was clarified. I was asking, how in the world did they get the informer out when they reduced it to complete rubble? Well, I heard the press conference and. Uh, and and they did the shooting and the grabbing and the snatching and the, the everything else that needed to happen, um, the dog biting the guy and um, and then they blew it all up so nobody yeah. would make a shrine out of it yep. or, or like a Baghdadi museum. Right. So now I get it. But yeah, well, Baghdadi. Right. Do we have the video linked at ArmstrongandGetty.com so folks can find it easily? Why don't we put that under hot links? Okay, we'll do that in a few minutes. Meanwhile, Marshall has our news. Well, there is no let-up in California firefighters' battle against the uh, dangerous wildfires. 
The huge Kincaid fire, though, burning in Northern California's wine country, now 45% contained. Wow, that's amazing progress. Yeah. Way oh, to wow. go, guys. Way to go. 77,000 acres burned. And in Simi Valley, north of Los Angeles, the so-called Easy Fire came within yards of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. But that property and thousands of nearby homes have been spared so far. Now, meanwhile, you still have more than 50,000 PG&E households and businesses still in the dark as a result of this week's preventative power outage. That works out to maybe 200,000 people still sitting in the dark, and frustration continues to grow in the Golden State. Meanwhile, the Trump impeachment inquiry is going to be getting its first formal vote today. The House Rules Committee passed a resolution last night that sets up procedures for the investigation, including public hearings and releasing deposition transcripts. A near-party-line vote is expected today on the eight pages of those procedures, which are certain to be passed in the Democrat-controlled House. Right, and it's still a bit of a little kid running around in his dad's uh, clothing on Halloween in that it, it the Democrats are trying to make it seem like impeachment, when indeed it's just hearings on a foreign policy disagreement and and the way it was carried out. And and maybe you think the way it was carried out was so terrible as to merit impeachment. I'm not saying that that's not necessarily true. I don't happen to think it's true, but um, it's not really impeachment yet. It's just hearings and what they're trying to do. You, my friends, are the jury. The, The Senate officially, eventually could be the jury. But they're just trying to get you to answer pollsters to about the point of 60-40 or so yeah. uh, in favor of impeachment and removal. That's what's happening right now. And and the Republicans are trying to call <coughs> excuse me, the Democrats on, <coughs> on wearing their dad's suit right. uh, uh, on Halloween. The Democrats are trying to pull themselves up with this vote to their full height and look more like a grown-up. Um, yeah. But it's still just trying to sway your opinion. i got to tell you, she's in trouble. <laughs> California Senator Kamala Harris is transferring staff from several early voting states to Iowa. As I'd say she... she's in trouble in much the same way as El Baghdadi is in trouble. Her candidacy is dead. Yeah. It's dead. She's also reducing staff at their Baltimore headquarters and trimming pay to all her consultants. Staff is going to be transferred from a number of states to Iowa. What is left of the staff? Yeah. Bye bye. Huh? Yeah. Fast yeah. consolidation, we call it. Going to try to get a fourth place in Iowa and let that vaulter to something. CEO Jack Dorsey says Twitter's no longer going to be accepting political advertising. The ban's going to go into place next month. Dorsey tweeted the news saying that political ads can influence votes that affect lives of millions, adding, quote, while Internet advertising is incredibly powerful and very effective for no, it's commercial... not really. Not terribly, but go on. For commercial advertisers, that power brings significant risk to politics when it can be used to influence voters that will affect the lives of millions. That is part of his tweet. He also wrote that misleading information and deep fakes are increasing in insophistic- sophistication on an overwhelming scale. Yeah, this is a really interesting topic. I don't agree with him, and I think he, like a lot of Internet billionaire types, are being a bit precious about their own platform and their ability to police it. <clears throat> but it's it's an intriguing question, so we'll dig into this a little bit further. And 
And he explains the reasoning quite thoroughly in an enormously long series of tweets that uh, our, our good old friend Vince would have said, Post your blog! <laughs> Quit dividing up your statement into 25 tweets. Just post your blog. There you go. Anyway. What a night in Houston. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. The Washington Nationals are the world champions. <laughs> the Nationals. Curly W line was kind of funny. Wow. Nationals World Series champs after beating the Astros 6-2 to two in Game 7 again in Houston. They don't get a vote in Congress, but they have the World Series title. It's not even a state. It's just an incredibly corrupt, bloated, crime-ridden, monument-sporting district. <laughs> and they have the champions. That's beautiful. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm strong at Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I heard a self-satisfied news cutie in D.C. Yeah. Uh, say yesterday that, oh, I am so on board, and so is my daughter. We're watching now. And she just she made it clear that, <laughs> no, she was absolutely 100% bandwagon jumping, wasn't particularly a baseball fan. Right. But as a self-satisfied news cutie, um, was now uh, the world's biggest baseball fan and wanted to tell everybody about it. Uh, with no idea how incredibly annoying that is <laughs> to both those of us who actually love the game. So the uh, the again self satisfied, overly powerful, overly rich uh, people of of the Beltway now have something to be even more self satisfied about, and I just could not be happier for them. Now you actual Nationals fans yes. who who live and breathe baseball and have been voting for the Nats, good for you. It's a happy happy day. I remember when my Cubbies finally won after oh, yeah. a brief 107-year drought, <laughs> yes. um, how excited I was. All right, much more to come. We'll, we'll dig into the Twitter thing and, and, and why I'm not a big fan of Jack Dorsey's move. Um, also, Quebec, Canada. Quebec. Right. Has introduced a values test for immigrants. They're saying if you want to come here, you have to understand our culture. Well, that's belligerence. It's racism, right? Well, is it? Huh? I don't know. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Somewhat overexposed Stevie Wonder <clears throat> and the fake blind man, according to Positive Sean, as well. That's right. That's not right. That is an odd thing to allege, as you have through the year. Why does he sit courtside at basketball games then? He likes the sound of it. So there are a handful of so-called impeachment-related headlines. They're chasing John Bolton, going to throw a, a subpoena at him. The Democrats are to get him to testify. There are plenty of people who think he's mad at the president and is uh, looking forward to his his vengeance. I don't know that, but it it could be. 
Um, there's an article, a uh, big, well, the lead politics article in the Washington Post is about the moving of the transcript of the Trump call to that classified server and that the diplomats heard what was on that call and were like, oh, no, that's, that's, you can't do that. That's terrible. And so uh, Trump's people decided to move that to the secret server to keep it out of the public eye. Here's here's the interesting but unspoken reality of, of Donald J. That phone call was very Trumpy. It was perfectly Trumpy. It had the Trumpiness you've come to expect from Trump. It was odd in ways, a little inappropriate. It was obsessed with a cable news story that he'd heard. Um, and But ultimately didn't really change any foreign policy or anything. It was just Trump shooting off his mouth, as he often does. And even those of us who, who love a lot of the policy and the judges and the rest of us, uh, rest of us I'm sorry, the rest of it, know that. Um, it's funny, I came across another piece, happened to be in the Post, an opinion piece by David Von Drell, whose act I don't really know, but I thought it was pretty good. The headline caught my eye. Trump without the Trumpiness would win re-election in a landslide. And he builds the case that, uh, imagine the president of the U.S. was a man named Ronald Stump, not Donald Trump. And um, they they have a, you know, a more reserved, thoughtful guy, this Ronald Stump, has a persistently strong stock market, record low unemployment, tame inflation, bragging rights in a Delta Force array to administer justice to the founder of the Islamic State, not to mention cleaning their caliphate off the map. Add to that a passionately happy base of voters savoring a tax cut, a deregulation crusade, a growing army of conservative judges as promised. Ronald Stump would be riding high as he enters his re-election campaign. And then he goes on to make the point that a lot of Republicans and independents sure wish they could get the good side of Trump without the bad side or the, the kind of unruly side, but it's just not reality. And I thought Trump's people put together a great ad reflecting that. It ran in the World Series last night. The visuals are what you'd expect. Flattering, you know, dignified-looking pictures of the president and, and the military and flags and, and that sort of stuff. But I think the audio is good enough to, to carry it off. Uh, take a listen to this. President Trump is changing Washington, creating 6 million new jobs, 500,000 new manufacturing jobs, cutting illegal immigration in half, obliterating ISIS, their caliphate destroyed, their terrorist leader dead. But the Democrats would rather focus on impeachment and phony investigations, ignoring the real issues. But that's not stopping Donald Trump. He's no Mr. Nice Guy, but sometimes it takes a Donald Trump to change Washington. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Probably ought to add that included in the visuals were some truly unflattering pictures of Nancy uh, Pelosi and Chuck Schumer looking like characters out of a Tim Burton Halloween movie. Um, It was very good. But it takes a Trump is their message. You know what they're saying. Yeah, we know he's like a, 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 a brawler and does crazy stuff. But this is this is what we got. You know, the the famous essay, He Fights, which a lot of you have seen and read and sent around. And maybe we'll feature a bit of that next hour. Um, the idea is, yeah, we know. We know. But look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. Yeah, he, he, he's going to make you lose your hair and probably shave a few minutes off of your life because of the stress of defending the guy. But it takes a Trump to take on all this stuff. I am not sure that's true. 
In fact, I'm sure it's not true that the bad side is required to have the good side. But in this case, it just is. It just is. Can you deal with the stress, the... Sometimes you're embarrassed by what the guy says, Trump fans. I know some of you are. But it's an alternative. It's a, a choice between that and Elizabeth Warren. Or or Joe Biden. Phony. Although I don't think he's going to get the nomination. I never have. Um, but I thought that was a pretty good message. You have to acknowledge, if you're going to get this guy reelected, look, he's problematic. He, he he just says stuff that and I cringe. He tweets stuff and I think, oh, why did why couldn't somebody have told him not to do that? Which gets us back to the Ukraine call. The Democrats, the Trump haters, are trying to make the Ukraine call into a carefully calculated nation betraying. Utter perversion of American foreign policy and historic malfeasance. And I think a lot of Trump supporters are saying, no, it's just Trump being Trump. He's just shooting off his mouth about frigging Joe Biden. Couldn't somebody have told him to leave Joe Biden to somebody else to bring up? Have Rudy bring it up. And they roll their eyes and move on. And so, and, and it's funny, nobody in the news media is saying this. Either because they don't understand it or they're just on the left side of things and so they don't, you know, they don't want to understand it. Since the obstruction of justice thing, it's nowhere. It's nothing. It's not going to get anywhere. There's just no way. If you think it is, it's a fantasy. Trust me, I'm just, I'm, I'm being honest here. I've looked at those allegations. They're just thin. So it's all hinging on the Ukraine thing and the phone call thing. And so America, as the real jury... Because the politicians are just going to flip and flop wherever the polls tell them to go. They don't lead. Which, well, I hate to get off on a tangent on a tangent because, you know, to some extent they ought to be reflecting the beliefs of their constituents uh, as opposed to just going off on their own. But sometimes you need to lead. But anyway, the senators are not the real jury. You are. If the poll numbers get to a certain place, the senators will just do, you know, what they seem to think the people seem to think they ought to do. So the question is, here's the real question. Was it a calculated betrayal of the sacred principles of America's foreign policy? Or was it just Trump being Trump? And I suppose, I suppose a follow-up question might be, are you tired enough of Trump being Trump that it's just time for something different? That is the question I think we'll all be weighing. One man's opinion. Your thoughts, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Or we ought to get the text line fired up, 415-295-KFTC. It's odd that the defense will be, he shoots off his mouth all the time and nobody did anything. Everybody cringed, thought, why are you bringing up Biden but then nobody really did much, except for Rudy Uchin around in Ukraine. But you know, who knows how that'll go. So imagine this. Quebec, the pain-in-the-arse French-speaking province of Canada, will soon require immigrants to pass a values test 
under newly proposed policy. I'd love to talk more about this in, in a bit when we have some more time, but the premier, yes, that's the head guy, says potential immigrants to the province should be aware of values like the equal rights of men and women. For And there are more for instances, but the provincial the governor says the text, the test questions will be based on its charter of rights. And potential immigrants can retake the online values test if they fail. A passing grade is 75%, but you've got to take the course and pass it before you can come into Quebec. They said newcomers should also know about a provincial secularism bill that bars civil servants in positions of authority from wearing religious symbols. Like the kippah, which I don't even know what that is. Uh, the turban or a hijab while at work. That controversial legislation includes judges, uh, police officers, and teachers. You know, I happen to not agree with that one. Um, just because I, well, just because I, I disagree with it. I think if you're a, a Sikh and your tradition includes wearing the turban, uh, wear the turban. Just don't, you know, try to insist anybody else should. 20-question evaluation will focus on issues including democracy, state secularism, and equality between men and women. And uh, I think that's absolutely fine. If you will immigrate, then you will assimilate. That's not belligerence. That's not racism. That's trying to keep a unified society unified. 